0: Nathan Curry, Sunrise reporters, with us now. Afternoon, Nathan.
1: Afternoon, Heather. Good to be
0: on. Yeah, you guys are moving swiftly, eh? Albo's been sworn in already.
1: <laughs> he's not mucking around. He's already on a plane heading to Japan. He's, he's um, certainly taking it seriously, which I which I think is a really good, good thing to see. I think uh, Albo, in the campaign, the Liberals were sort of saying, is he up to foreign policy? How is he going to handle it? So I think that the fact that one of his first moves is to get on a plane and go discuss some issues with some other world leaders is a really good look for him.
0: How did he get a meeting with Biden so soon? I mean, our Prime Minister's been in the job for five years and she's still struggling to get a meeting with anybody <laughs> at the White House.
1: I think this side of Alvo had it a bit easy. I think it was already teed up and had Gomo won, he would have been on the plane. So I, I feel it's for just into there. But um, yeah, Alvo's got to look in very early.
0: What for you has been a surprise? Are you surprised by the Teal candidates doing so well?
1: I'm actually not, to be honest. I live in one of the electorates um, that a teal has got up and won, and you could just really sense on the ground that there was this big change coming, um, so many different ways, like whether it's whether it's climate change. But I, I really do think it's very telling that all the teal independents that won were female, and I think that's been the biggest criticism uh, of the coalition and the current government and Scott Morrison. I heard you saying before an example where every time there was. Uh, a a women's issue or the alleged sexual assault that took place in Parliament House. Here, ScoMo would constantly refer to conversations he had with his wife and it gave the impression that if he didn't have his wife there, he wouldn't really understand what women Mm. were so angry about. And I think that really resonated with so many people uh, in communities across across Australia that they were really out of touch uh, when it came to women and they just weren't really... um, Women weren't really well represented in their party and I think that's really come back to bite them over the weekend.
0: Nathan, can I get your take on it? Right, it's being presented here in New Zealand, these teal candidates, as a a massive victory for climate change and the first climate election for Australia. Now, I'm sure that climate did play a role here, but I can't help but wonder if the fact that these were women and and the fact that that ScoMo had really polarised on that gender debate, if that wasn't more crucial to their success than the climate issue, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair thing. Like, they all did definitely campaign on Australia needing to go harder uh, with climate change because the coalition, the Liberals are aligned with the Nationals, who are sort of dig- dragging their heels a bit where it comes to climate change. But, yeah, the, the women's issue, that is at the front of people's minds. And uh, Monique Ryan, who's um, one of the Teal Independents that's um, beaten our Treasurer, uh, she's she's probably claimed the biggest scalp at her um Celebration party. Their theme song was "I Am Woman," so I think that says a lot about what they were really, where they were really coming from. I think.
0: So one of the one of the reasons that these women have done so well is because the liberals have shifted so far right under ScoMo. I can't see that that's going to get any better if Dutton takes over.
1: No, I don't think it will either. And I think a, a lot of moderates within the coalition are really worried because the treasurer Josh Frydenberg, who I just mentioned, he was sort of. For so long, he he's sort of ScoMo's right-hand man. He's sort of been touted as a future PM. He's a moderate himself. He's now gone. And it's pretty much Peter Dutton's the last one standing in terms of potential leaders. And he's he's very right. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Victoria. He certainly has a lot of popularity up in Queensland, but there's not a lot of popularity for him where I am in Victoria um, down south. So it's going to be interesting. I think um, there's talk right now that they probably need to get um, a female... Deputy party leader at the moment, but um, yeah, I certainly think if, if Dutton gets up, I can't see how they would possibly uh try and claw back and win in three years' time because it's just going to put them further uh to the other side of the issues that saw them lose on the weekend.
0: Too right. Hey, and by the way, are you guys being asked to wear masks all winter, are you?
1: Yeah, we are. We're sick of them, but um, mm. <laughs> we might have to. It's, it's, it's a bit of an awkward one because like uh, in Victoria where I am, where we had the, the harshest lockdown, we've got a state election coming up in November and there is no way that the premier will make, him, make us put them back on because he wants to win um, in November. But all our health experts are starting to really, really get louder and louder on this. It's getting colder. Cases are 10,000 daily. Yeah, they want us to put them back on in supermarkets, in cinemas, e- e- even when we're inside at work. So no one really wants to, but um, yeah, I think it's, the tide might start sounding with um, a few people might start heeding that call, I think.
0: All right, Nathan. Best of luck with that, mate. Thanks so much. Nathan Curry, Sunrise Reporter.